0: Hey everybody over at the Social Anxiety Remedy Podcast, welcome, it is great to finally be back. I know I've been gone for about a month, I've been on a huge hiatus, and um, I'm sorry about that guys. I explained everything that kind of went down in the Facebook group, so you guys kind of know what's going on there. So there's no need to really touch on that again, but yeah guys, I'm 100% back, I'm 100% better, and I'm so stoked to finally get as much content as I possibly can back out at you guys. I have so much things that um, I want to do and that I have um, planned and coming up that it's great. I finally, finally got our EFT tapping video up on the Facebook group. So if you're a part of the Facebook group, check that out. It's going to be up there for all of you guys that have requested to join the group. You are now in um, there's a, b- <laughs> there's a bunch of members that we're trying to request that I couldn't uh, get to at the time when I was kind of bedridden, but we are, Finally back, the EFT video um, went great. It was just kind of a basic video introducing you to the topics that we touched on in the podcast and now it's in video form, so you kind of get to see me do my, my wacky touches on my face and uh, get to laugh at me and joke at me. But I hope you guys um, did it. I hope you guys felt some sort of relief even though it was a very basic one and we weren't really doing our, um, kind of our key phrases that we need to use, but even touching on our meridian points um, they are going to inevitably make you feel much better. And that's something that I wanted to go over today how to, you know, feel much better. And uh, kind of looking at it as I've been kind of so, so sick and in my bed for so long, I kind of reminded myself of what it was like when I had social anxiety and the things that I was doing every single day. And, uh, this past few days, it's been really hard because I'm trying to get back in my, my natural, um, my natural daily schedule and my daily flow. And man, it's hard. It, I, I forgot about it. Once you create this habit of, you know, so many days you, you get stuck in it and it's hard to break free. So, um, I'm, I'm finally back in, in my, in my same stage. So I wanted to, kind of explain my daily schedule of what i was doing when i had social anxiety and now what i'm doing um right now being the most confident and the best version of myself that i've ever been and uh you know my my new character that i'm continually creating and continually becoming right because we're we're always wanting to become and we're always trying to get better um as i say all the time so um yeah guys my my daily routine i I've I fell out of the habits because of the fact that I wasn't even able to get out of bed. So um, some of the, I wanted to kind of explain some of the things that I'm doing now and help some of you if you guys are in some, some tough situations right now um, and what I kind of did on the, the, these past three days on how to uh, get back into the zone. So first of all, let's kind of go over what I was doing when I did have social anxiety. Okay. And I was doing a lot of awful, terrible things, but um, some of the things most people wouldn't think are terrible that you may be doing um, right now even or just throughout your whole day. Um, And so I just wanna literally try to help you guys out and um, try to give you guys some tips and see the difference of um, what I'm doing now and what I was doing back then and how just doing certain small things daily, they compound and they make you so much better to a point where you can't even recognize yourself um, with social anxiety. So with social anxiety, I would wake up in the morning, no alarm, just wake up. Um, I mean, when I have work, I would would definitely use alarm, but just absolutely pissed, so mad at life, um, just thinking that the world was against me, that I had this bad ticket at life, And I wake up feeling like that and I would immediately go to my phone. Okay, that's, I I know it sounds like the most um, minuscule thing, but going to your phone right when you wake up is one of the worst things that you can possibly do. And I'm sure that almost all of you guys are doing it. You go to sleep with your phone and then you wake up with your phone and it is the worst start to your day that you can possibly have. One, because it gets you in the habit of, not getting out of your bed and staying in. So when you know that you have to do a certain task, you're gonna stay in. Two, because what, what, what do you usually do when you go to your phone? You usually go to social media, uh, maybe emails, the news, okay? The first thing that you should be seeing in the morning is not the news, okay? <laughs> you shouldn't even be watching the news. I literally do not even pay attention to anything um, discreetly of like of cl- uh, type shit at all. However, I, I mean, I am following the uh, the Democratic, democratic uh, primaries. or Are they the primaries? The, the uh, debates, not the primaries. Um, so, I, I mean, I am following that. But do not watch the news, guys. That is the worst bullshit that you can put into your mind. And it is creating a monster inside of you. And it's based, everything on the news is based on fear. I'm going on a little rant here really quick, but... There's there's stages to to feelings and emotions. Okay, the lowest level is apathy. Okay, and that's what the majority of people on this earth are. Okay, they're they're apathetic, and a lot of people confuse confuse apathy for kind of this enlightenment happiness, where you just don't give a shit anymore, you just don't care, and so the news articles and the clickbait titles and the you know the channels and the stations that they run, um, all all focus towards apathy, okay? Towards someone who has apathy, and they give titles and they give topics that induce fear, that induce anger, and those are two steps above from apathy, okay? A lot of people think when you're just in this low state, just duh, duh, dying around, that um, you just have to move to happiness. No, that's not how it goes. You have to move up these scales, okay? It talks about this in uh, many books. If if you guys have ever read um, the book Power Versus Force, talks about this a lot. Um, so moving up from apathy is anger. So a lot of people when, who are extremely depressed, maybe, um, they, they get told by people just to be happy, to be happy and wake up and be happy. You can't do that. Okay. That's not a logical response, but what you can do is you can get angry. Okay. You can get mad. You can get pissed off. And what that does is, although it may, it may seem troubling to others, for the time being for a short time being you can get mad and angry and it moves you up this level okay it moves you up this level and then after you're angry you can get maybe stressed okay after after angry you get stressed and then after stressed get um maybe get hopeful okay hopeful that things are going to get better and then after hopeful you continually move up this scale and it becomes so much easier to get to the the highest version of the scale which is just pure joy and happiness and all of those things so don't, do not look at your phone in the morning, okay? That's something that I had been doing because I had been in my bed for the past month and I wasn't able to get out of it. And I was just killing myself. So in the past three days, what I've been doing is I tried to wake up and I found the habit that I was going to my phone and I was looking at the news because I'm an idiot. So I made a conscious effort because I know myself. And guys, when you have social anxiety, you have to put limits on yourself. Okay, that's, that's for anybody. That's for addictions. That's for um, anything, especially for social anxiety. You have to know yourself. And I believe as you get older, you kind of start to understand. You kind of know what your limits are. And so what I did is I had to go to the app store. I got a free app. I think it's called Alarmy. Okay, it's sick. It basically does the alarm. And then for me to stop the alarm, I have to get out of my bed, turn my light on and scan I I scan a barcode, so I scan a barcode on the back of one of my books that I, that's one of my favorite books, and I scan that, and then I'm up, and my lights are on, and I will not get back in bed, that is one of the best habits that you can possibly have, because it gets you rearing and ready to fucking go for your day, Um, next thing is that that I've been uh, trying to do more often, is um, to do something called scripting. And scripting is something that I talk about with a lot of, um, my, my clients who aren't living the life that they want to live right now. Um, and it's basically getting your brain into a theta state where you can then kind of, um, just, just write down things that you're attempting to try to happen and act as if they are happening to you now. Cause guys, you, you attract not what you want, but you attract who you are. Okay. Keep that in mind. It's, it's easier to act your way into a thinking that, and it's easier to act your way into a new way of thinking than think your way into a new way of acting okay you attract who you are okay that's one of the biggest secrets to life and uh, that's why i talk about it in in my obviously in, the, in my coaching um, with building a new character because as you build a new character you have to act as if you are this person and it's not it's not faking it it's not being authentic that's what a lot of people think they think that just me me acting a certain way i'm just being fake and everybody's gonna see through it well it's not being fake okay what it is 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 acting like it until you remember okay until you remember because it's who we all authentically are we all are this this person that um you know we're not able to be with with certain groups of people but inside we know we're just dying to get out but as you continue to act as it you build the character and uh become your true authentic self how as corny as that sounds kind of think of it as in college so I went to college for one semester okay I don't know if any of you guys know that but went to college for one semester and my sweet mate so it wasn't my roommate but it was my sweet mate that was attached to like bathrooms he was this this kid from I think he was from China and his name was I think he was Hong we didn't speak that much because he was very introverted he, was, he had um he definitely had social anxiety. I basically know that for a fact. But this is a time when I wasn't the nicest person, I guess. And I didn't really know that I wanted to help people with social anxiety. I was kind of, I don't know, I just, I just gotten over it and I was just trying to live my life. And I feel like I was pr- probably a dick. Um, I've definitely now um, got a lot of karma for that. But I am back and I, I try to be as nice as I possibly can to absolutely anyone. But anyways... Hong was, um, he liked video games a lot, okay, as a lot of people do, as many people do, and um, when he was out and we were talking and stuff, he wouldn't really ever say much to all of my friends, to um, all of his dorm dorm room friends, and he would just be really quiet, and I would always, I I would try to include him with things, I wasn't like a, I wasn't a monster, guys, Um, (laughs) but then you'd, I'd wake up in the morning, and I'd wake up maybe at like five a.m. in the morning, hearing this kid screaming at the top of his lungs and using the most like charismatic flow that you can ever hear, using words that I did not understand that were so smart, like in the English language, obviously. That um, just had such such great demeanor to them and such such great complexity. And he was being his authentic self. But you know what it was? It was when he was on his mic, on his mic playing video games and. That might be something that you guys can totally relate to. That's when he feels like his true authentic self. That is himself. Like that is who he is. But he wasn't able to be that way in person because at the time he um, you know, had the, had the social anxiety and he was just holding it back. So guys, when I say you have to become this new person, I don't mean that you have to fake being this person that you don't like. It's, it's to get you to your true authentic self. Um, anyways, I don't, okay, there we go. I, I know where I am now. Um, and after, after the scripting that we kind of talk about, um, what I, what I do now is I go into the Wim Hof technique. So I have talked about this before on the podcast, I believe it's something that I make all of my coaching, like the students do. And if you guys want to look it up, you definitely should. It's called Wim Hof. He's the ice man. He's somebody that. Um, basically he has this, this breathing exercise and I know it's like a breathe another breathing exercise, but this guy is the real deal. Um, his breathing exercise is fucking intense. It makes you feel high, but in a great way, it makes you feel just like clear minded in a, in a, like, I can't even understand it. You have to go look it up. It's called Wim Hof. And he also does cold therapy treatment. So what I do is I, I wake up in the morning and I do the Wim Hof and it gets my brain alkaline. So Wim Hof's wife died when she or she uh, committed suicide, I believe. And he made it his mission to find out how to help people. And um, especially with kind of chemical imbalances. Now, I don't believe that social anxiety is a genetic thing at all. Okay, I, I believe in environmental change and whatnot. But when you're able to make your all of your emotions and all the chemicals in your body alkaline, you end up feeling so much better and just having this complete happiness. So it's a breathing technique that does that as well as a cold therapy. So taking cold showers every day. That's what I, that's what I now do um, in order to kind of get my state up and it's resistance. Okay. So I I just read a book. I think it was by, I don't know what it was by. It was called, um, what was it? It was, fuck, uh, um, disrupt yourself, disrupt yourself, disrupt yourself. I think, um, so that's the book. And what it kind of talks about is how every time you feel this resistance, okay, kind of like how I was saying, you know yourself already, like you kind of know the um, limits that you have. You also kind of know the things that you should be doing. okay. Everybody knows that. And it's the things that we feel the most resistance of the things that we feel the most resistant of. That's the things that you should be doing. And that's what's going to make your life incredible. But it's hard to do that. It's hard to do that when you're in bed looking at your phone too and don't want to get up. So like the cold showers, it's, it's a great thing because it makes me run to resistance every morning like the first thing of my day. I get up and I say, I do not want to do this, but I do it anyways because I know that I need to and it, and it makes me, it kind of builds those brain patterns that show you that you're going to be able to do this for the rest of the day. Um. So I, I do those. I do my alchemy planner that I, I kind of teach in building your new character. I obviously do my morning release for my subconscious mind, and those are all things that you know we we have talked about. We will talk more of, but um, just kind of want to go into it. I start my day very in, in in a calm, spiritual manner. I meditate. I get all my shit done, and then I go into my work. And like I said, guys. Everybody knows the things that they should be doing. The, the problem is finding ways to do that. And you have to use these tools in order to do that. You have to use these tools like EFT tapping, maybe, to go out and do these exposure therapy techniques, right? You have to... And instead of, instead of maybe going out and just getting butt fucked hammered, okay, just getting sloshed like I used to do in, in my younger years, to try to feel, try to try to ease that social anxiety. So that's what I see a lot of people doing. And I, I definitely wanted to touch on this today, how um, today I, w- I was talking with somebody and I just turned 21 and he had just turned 21, I think last month too. And we were kind of talking how we um, we don't really drink that much anymore. And it's not something that's a big part of our life. Um, going out obviously is a huge part of, of part of my life because it's something that I need to train my muscle on every single day to go out and build these experiences and build these habits. But growing up, alcohol was, was, was like my addiction. It was something that made me feel normal and just made me feel like I was a part of the group. So when I was 16, starting 16 years old, when I was going to parties with all these friends in high school, I would just, I would just hide myself and I would say, okay, once I can get, once I can get drunk, I can finally be a part of the group. Okay, I wasn't good at groups. I'd be that guy that was just noticeably standing around, just being being scared shitless while other people were having so much fun. And people don't even people wouldn't even recognize that I was doing that. But in my mind, I was the center of attention. In my mind, everybody was looking at me, and everybody was judging me and whatnot. And alcohol is this crutch. it's it's this thing that me being where I am now, um, it's something that I don't ever want to use as um, just a form of a crutch, especially when I go out, okay? Because see, these are these are the things when you're building habits and you're building this new character. When most people go out and say they go to a social event and they drink, say they don't even drink that much, say they maybe have four, four drinks, okay? And that might be a lot for people, but four drinks. And they now feel buzzed. Okay. As they feel buzzed, they feel like this new person is coming out, and they're finally able to be their own true self. And they're doing, boo! They're they're flowing. They're they're saying witty lines, bang bang bang, and then they wake up the next morning and they're sober for the 99% of um, their life. You know, the the 99% of your sober life, they wake up and they think that they can't be this person anymore because they build this identity of being drunk or being buzzed and so when you gain all these social skills that you do from going out and speaking with people and building connections you f- you you you're not able to have that personality sober that personality is only able to come out after you've had a few drinks and that's very very dangerous that's not something that you want you want to be completely clear minded and have the words and the witty lines and the um you know the the movements too. As you learn, as you go out, you get these this feedback. Okay, as we do the exposure therapy, you get feedback, and you're not able to gain that feedback when you're drunk. When you're sober, you can actually look at it logically and be like, okay, they didn't like what I said right there. I'm gonna change it up. Oh, they, everybody laughed. Ha, ha, ha. I'm gonna I'm gonna use implement this more. Blah 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 blah. Okay, so, um, yeah, guys, I, I'm, alcohol isn't a bad thing. Okay, it's it's really not it's great to have a few drinks with your friends. But like I said, know your limit. Okay, especially when you have social anxiety. Remember, okay, you're at a disadvantage. Don't fucking cry about it. Don't say woe is me and don't get out of bed and look at the fucking news. Don't cry about it. Get up and fucking do something about it. You can't do anything about you can't do anything else. Okay, and once you realize that and you take responsibility for yourself, that's when you truly become free. Okay. I try to I, I feel like I say this all the time. But and I do all the, all the time say this. If you're listening to this, you're obviously fucking smart. People who have social anxiety do not usually do something like this and you're one of the smartest people who has social anxiety, so feel fucking great about yourself for that. Um I mean the the rest of my day is a lot of a lot of work stuff at this point now, um trying to continually help my my students that i have with with the social anxiety um i do a lot of in-person things right now and i'm building up to um the online kind of stuff so that i can get it to as much people as i as i can possibly because that's that's really what i want to do and um it, it's it's just doing it's just doing the things that you have resistance stuff so i definitely would recommend that book it's called um whatever whatever <laughs> disrupt yourself i think and uh I would recommend disrupt yourself, doing the Wim Hof technique because it's something that's free. You can look it up on YouTube, and it's given so many people amazing results. EFT tapping, right? I have a video of that on my Facebook group, so check that out. We're doing more and more that are going to be more intense. Like tomorrow, we're doing the um, we're doing an actual social anxiety one. Just kind of, um, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> just kind of. Um, basic social anxiety one not one that's unique to you yet we're going to be building up to those because like i said in the video what's unique about me and in the, in the eft tapping that i'm teaching is most people who teach it are very generic and they'll go about eft tapping for just any old person or just anybody right for me I only focus on social anxi- or on social anxiety EFT tapping, right? So it's able to give you this better result because it's uniquely you. And then when we build into your actual unique triggers and life events, you're going to get amazing results from the from the things that we go over. And um, yeah, guys, I, I mean, I'm super excited about that. Um, and then lastly, I, I guess um, it's it's also at night is huge. Like your morning, your morning is something that, like I said, getting out of bed is what starts your day and can make you start making you feel incredible, but it really starts at night. Okay. It really does start at night and it's doing the things that, like I said, puts you in a position that you know you should do, but you usually don't. Okay. So for me, I do my scripting again at night. I do my uh, evening release. Okay. My subconscious release, uh, the things that happened that day. I, re- I release it from my, from my mind, it's like letting go feels absolutely amazing. I go to sleep. I do like kind of a wooey-wooey type thing. I'm a very wooey-wooey person, okay? I believe in a lot of Eastern philosophy type spirituality shit. Um, even though it might not sound like it, but really do. And so I go to sleep with like kind of affirmations in my AirPods. I just fall asleep with those. And then remember, wake up, scan barcode, ready to fucking go. So um, the difference between having social anxiety and the the routines and then being confident and free from social anxiety are little things guys they really are little things but it takes a big kind of desire a huge desire to do it and if you're listening to this i really believe that you do have the desire to to overcome your social anxiety and you know that it is possible okay it's not this lifelong sentence that you need to have but by doing these small things every single day that i I didn't touch on everyone but by doing these they compound guys they compound into this huge massive result people this is a tony robbins quote people completely overestimate the things that they can do in a year and completely underestimate the things that they can do in five okay can you you just you you cannot imagine the things that you can do in five years after doing these small things day in day out and compounding interest and five years really is not that long guys it's not long at all like look at the calendar and look at the days look at how many days you have to fucking live God it's insane it's crazy um but anyways <laughs> yeah guys I, I went on a huge tangent about this today so um I I just wanted to to try to talk to you guys i i haven't done it in since like a month it feels great to get all these ideas flowing and i have so much more content ideas that i'm gonna be coming at you guys with so um yeah guys if if you um and and another thing another thing i just want to touch on with the exposure therapy stuff by by continually going out and doing that it, it compounds it it creates this huge huge kind of dispersion and when you wake up one day you're gonna be like who the hell am i because you're going to have done the the right things to overcome your social anxiety and it's just gradually gradually growing you're gradually doing more exposure therapy which we do after we actually do together with uh, me and my me and my students and you you go one day and you ask people for the time and then you wake up and then you wake up and um It's five years later and you're literally controlling a conversation and making people completely like laugh about laugh, laugh with you and have amazing times and build amazing connections and um, things that can help you grow. Okay. Having getting over my social anxiety was the most important thing that I've ever done in my entire fucking life. Okay. It got me so, so far in my fucking life. And I talk about all the time, the CBT, the cognitive behavioral therapy as you're, as, as you get over the social anxiety it helps every aspect of your life okay, it ha- helps every aspect um, so yeah guys <laughs> tangent again I like I like going off on him this wasn't really like a didn't really have any plan to do this but I want to do that for you I have the EFT tapping video on my Facebook right now check that out we'll be posting we're building the community now starting now We're going to continue to become a really tight-knit group, helping each other out. I want you guys posting as much as you can, asking questions to each other, not just me. I'll be in there looking at everything, but um, yeah, guys, welcome to the group. If this is the first podcast you've heard, welcome. We're going to be doing this basically five times a week now, and I know that's a big promise after me not um, being here for uh, a month, but that's what that's what we're doing. That's uh, what our plan is. So, really fucking excited. And yeah, guys, if you want to join the Facebook group, link is going to be below the video. All right, see you guys later.